Welcome to the Pearl House Podcast, where we are celebrating our 10-year anniversary this year. It is our Then and Now series, and we are so excited to look back at all the things God has done with the Pearl House in the past 10 years. And what better way to do that than with two people that have started the Pearl House along with Courtney Garland and been a part of it with 10 years. So I'm Clara Saki, and I am here with Courtney and Steve Bullard. Hey, hey. Hey, so weird to me to hear you call yourself Clara Saki. Yes, I'm not used to it yet. Me either. I just pause after I say my first name and think about what comes after that. (laughs) When you're writing your name, do you still write brown sometimes, just out of habit? No, I write Saki, but... It's just because I'm trying to practice my signature. Okay. Mm. Is it, how's it coming along? Because that great. S is. <laughs> it is not great. You don't do like the old, like they taught you in second grade cursive capital S, right? Where no, I don't. Like I do a normal S, but something. it's those K's. Mm. Oh, cursive K's are hard. They are hard. You know they, what I they do? They take effort. You don't want to do that in the middle of a. Yeah, word. you got to like do the up and the around and the down and, and bring then, it in. But I do like having a last name that now ends in Y. There's a lot of opportunity Ooh. there. You can underline your whole name with it. Yeah, yeah. you can go like around and around. <laughs> you can go <laughs> under. Yeah. And you can play mash with that. I could curse yeah. Y. So I do <laughs> like that. There's a lot of possibility. Yeah. And that's what this podcast is about today. Possibility. <laughs> possibility. There nice. we go. So today we're looking at a then and now of one of our original pearls, Rhoda, mm. a.k.a. Rotiti, <laughs> a.k.a. Roro, just, you know, lots of so nicknames. Many, so many names. A.k.a. my sister. <laughs> when I think of Rhoda, the two things that come to mind, joy and I automatically always say, oh, I love her. Like, it's true. Is, if anyone says Rhoda, you just hear Courtney go, oh, I love her. I do. I just love her. The vibe, she doesn't even do that yeah. about her own kids. Yeah, it's just I mean, Rhoda. Yeah. Oh, love her. Yeah. She does. She, I can, ver- I do I can verify she does say that anytime her name comes up. She'll yeah. probably do it during this podcast. Yeah. Just forget. We're talking about Rhoda today. Oh, I love her. See? It's like uh, a Pavlovian response. Yeah. When I think of Rhoda... I think of someone that I don't think has stopped smiling for Mm. 10 years. Right. And truly the best smile, I'm going to say this, that I have ever seen. Sometimes if I'm designing like a postcard or something, Mm -hmm. when I was living there, it was so easy to just be like, I just got to go get a picture of Rhoda smiling real quick and I'll slap it on a postcard (laughs) and people will love it. Right. Like I dare you to see a picture of Rhoda and not smile. Or not go, I love her. Right. Either one. (laughs) You know, we had the original, she's part of the original 20, not mm-hmm. jumping ahead to her bio, but she's one of the original 20. And when our early groups would go, it was usually pretty universal. They would come back talking about Rhoda. Mm-hmm. She was definitely one of the names that were always mentioned by every group. And one thing I like about Rhoda, you know, young girls, teenage girls, they like to playfully announce that they're the favorite Rhoda would, I don't ever remember Rhoda saying that, but she kind of just smugly you she can knew. sense it. She knew. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she knew. She knows. It's not a past. She knows. She knows. She knows. Everybody loves me. 
And she's just one of the ones, like, as she's grown, she has learned American sarcasm, mm-hmm. American jokes, and just humor is different in Ghana. Mm-hmm. And so when the girls kind of learn that American humor, you can tell, and it's just fun to joke around with them. Um, and be able to have inside jokes or, you know, the American thing of like carrying on a joke for a little bit too long. Yes. Rhoda knows how to do that. And so we'll just, you know, sit outside after dinner and make a joke go for 30 minutes. And it's just fun that she knows how to do that. And only a few of the girls know how to do Very that. Very few. Mercy from last week that we talked about last month. Mm-hmm. She knows how to do it. And then Rhoda and her, one of her besties, Laurentia, they all three know how to do it. And, they are fun. For sure. That's amazing. Well, okay. And she always, the other thing I think about with Rhoda is she always has a saying um, that I think she came up with, didn't she? No. <laughs> oh, we have controversy brewing on the yes, Pearl House Rhoda podcast. has a saying, but it came from me, which I will not take credit for this saying. But so when I was a teacher at the Pearl House Academy, every week on a Monday, I would put a new quote on the board and Rhoda would always take out her little personal journal or notebook and write down my quote. So I think one of my first ones was, it's a good day to have a good day. Mm. And she just really latched onto that. (laughs) And just all the time you'd hear her go, it's just a good day to have a good day. Or her other quote that she, you know, would copy from me, also from Taylor Swift, was, it's 7 a.m., you need to calm down. Um, Because sometimes we would have science, the first class, and they would just all be crazy. And I would say, it's 7 a.m., you need to calm down, Um, which is a line from a Taylor Swift song, if you don't know. But her main one was... It's a good day to have a good day. I'm sure our podcast, faithful podcast audience, all recognize that as a Taylor Swift line. I doubt we'll have any trouble connecting that with them. Yeah, I'm sure. Well, I really, though, I think that we have quoted Rhoda on that. So I feel like I need to apologize to you, Clara, that... It's fine. I mean, I didn't come up with the quote. It was just a sticker that I had on my laptop at the time. I feel like that's a reclaimed wood sign somewhere. Probably. It's the equivalent of live, laugh, love. Oh, Yeah. But younger younger people might yeah. use it though. Okay, got it. It's probably on a coffee cup of some millennial. <laughs> My goodness, I can say that because I'm a millennial right. with lots of coffee cups. That's right. There you go. Okay, so I want to talk about just for a little bit, just about Rhoda and her not coffee cups and not coffee cups. Yeah. Um, although I do love a good coffee cup, but how I've just loved watching her dream and dream big. And when she thinks about her future and what she wants to be. So like Claire, we share maybe a little bit of maybe what life was like before Pearl house and where she is now and just kind of going with the whole then and now theme. Yeah. So Rhoda kind of has a typical story of a lot of our older pearls of just from a, a poor area. And, you know, one great thing that I love about Ghana is regardless of the socioeconomic level of the area, it's a community. And so I just like really want to highlight that about Ghana is that it's so community oriented. Mm-hmm. So Rhoda was from a, a poor village um, and uh, um, her village, they were predominantly farmers. And so that's really all she knew. Um, she would fetch water. She would help on the farm. And a lot of our girls that were 
older, um, would kind of split their time between farming and school. So if they went to school, they just weren't going all the time. And so all she knew was really farming. Mm -hmm. And I kind of want Steve to speak to that. He got to go with Rhoda to her hometown and I've never gotten to experience that. So I'll let him share a little bit about that. Yeah, I believe it was 2014. So the girls had just been there for about nine, I think it was spring. I'm not for sure, but been there for maybe nine months. Yeah, it was April of 2014. Okay, so about Mm, 10 months. Yeah. And so we went with Ben, our video guy, and Travis, and um, just some of the some of the Pearl House people and a few of the girls, we went up to their hometowns, mostly to capture video and, and try to learn some of their stories. You got to remember they didn't, as we talked about last week at Mercy, they were learning English. They hadn't learned the whole, like, all the words that help express a story. So we didn't really know a whole lot about their backgrounds. So going back with them to their hometowns helped a lot. And going with Rhoda... She's just full of joy at all times, as as if you know her, you know this, but she's always happy, and, and she was happy to take us and show us her hometown, and we asked her a lot of questions, and she said we farm. She showed us how far they had to walk to get clean water or just water in general, and it, it gave us a good idea of what life these girls come from, whether they come from abuse or trauma or abandonment or you know death and, and orphan-type situations or just... They're just very poor. One thing they all have in common in these villages is they just don't have opportunity. And letting Rhoda show us where she came from, you know, she still was full of joy. And even her family was full of joy. It was interesting to see that. You can, we'll link a video in the, in the description that we have that video still out there that you, so you can see a young Rhoda and her talking about some of that and her experience with things like modern conveniences at the Pearl House. It's some fun stuff in there of her seeing all that for the first time. Uh, it's a, it's a fun video. So you can see a little bit where she's from, but they had the joy, but they just didn't have anywhere to go. So if she hadn't come to the Pearl House, I assume she would be farming like her family farmed and like everyone has for generations and generations. Yeah. I mean, really just opportunity is the big thing. So like we said, she would probably be a farmer and it's not that there's anything wrong with farming, but just to see her vision grow of to what else is out there. Um, She has dreams of becoming a flight attendant or she wants to be a social worker, which I think is amazing just seeing that she's seen social workers work at the Pearl House and the difference they're making. And for her to say like, I think I would want to do something like that Mm. is amazing. Or for her to even be able to dream big enough of being on planes and traveling the world. And I mean, my flight would be just 10 times better if Roto was my flight attendant. <laughs> right. And so... You'd just keep pushing that button, wouldn't you? Yeah. I would just <laughs> ding, ding. Rhoda. Um, I mean, I think she would just be an amazing flight attendant. I don't know if there's a height limit for uh, flight attendants, though. Rhoda's a little short, so she might not so. be able to help you with your luggage, but <laughs> she'll make you laugh. So... Um, yeah, so just to see her her realm of opportunity grow when she moved to the Pearl House and dream of becoming things that she never dreamed she could be, mm. um, I think it's just one of the most amazing things to watch these girls do in the 10 years that we've 
been an organization. Yeah. And I think with Pearl House, I think what's amazing is that we take care of their needs, food, shelter, clothing, spiritual, you know, all those things, but they don't have to worry about that. So then they can have the space to dream and really figure out the gifts and talents that God has given them and walk in that. And so I think just that opportunity, what you both have said already, is truly amazing. And I think about just with our own kids, um, you know, that's what we do is you want to give them every opportunity you can to, you know, lean into the gifts and skills and talents and passions that God has given them. And so it's really neat to see that come alive, not just with Rhoda, but I feel like with all of our girls, you know, just kind of as they discover like, wow, I could do this or that's a, that is a possibility. Yeah, like I think that's one of my favorite questions to answer when someone talks to me about sponsorship is, you know, how long how long do we support the girls? And my answer is always for as far as they want to go. Um, like we will support them as far as they want to go, whether that's um, university or getting their master's or becoming a doctor, um, just, you know, as, as big as their dreams take them, that's how far we want to support them. Like we, we don't limit it on an age or a certain, um, grade of how long we support them. It's, we support them to, till their dream is accomplished. Mm. And so I love when people ask me that question because it's just, we, we don't stop until their dreams are met. And, um, I just, I really like that question. Yeah, That wow. dreaming part of their brain or their, the part of their brain that's filled with hope and wonder at some point it atrophies. It has to, you just become resigned to the fact that this is your life. And like you said, there's nothing wrong with particularly that life, but I think, and we, we never want to export Americanism to the point where it's detrimental, but I think we would all agree that giving people opportunity and options and the ability to dream isn't necessarily an American thing, but it's something that we hopefully would be universal. And to see these girls get that and that part of their, their mind waking up and being Mm -hmm. nurtured and we've seen no end to it. And so the, I love the symbolism of her wanting to be a flight attendant because they all change what they want to be all the time. She's daily. She stayed pretty consistent with the flight attendant thing, but it's so symbolic because that does take you literally all over the globe and or has the potential to. And, and I think once she got out of her village, she traveled probably 10 hours to the Pearl House and that just opened up a horizon. There's a world out there. And we take the girls on excursions sometimes. We probably don't think that much about it, but that's a huge thing for them. Just like we take our own kids or we grew up maybe with our families going on vacations. We Parents do that to not just build family bonds, but also to show your kids there's a world out there. And mm-hmm. once we started doing it with the girls, all of a sudden their dreams exploded. Mm. Yeah. And I think too, like the word hope is what I keep thinking of is like they have hope for their future. And so hope, it. I mean, it does. It does something to not only your heart, but your mind and your soul and just spurs you on. And so it's really neat to see how the Lord has worked all that together. Yeah. Okay. I'm so curious. How long was she having to walk to get water? Do you remember? It's in the video and I can't remember exactly. And I think she actually walked me down to it. It was, I want to say it was a mile or two, mm-hmm. or it might've been a kilometer or two. She probably spoke in kilometers. When you walk a long way, the rest with something, of the country does. So right. <laughs> the rest the, of the, the free world, world yeah. <laughs> or not for the whole world. Um, they, 
when you have walk with water on your head mm-hmm. a kilometer and a mile or 10 it's feet. It's just far no awful. matter what. Man. Was I it- don't even like climbing the three flights to my apartment, so... <laughs> How I recall is there was... We rip- use a, a, a Brita now because I refuse to carry bottled water <laughs> up right. three flights of three, stairs. Anything up three flights. So I said Caring to yourself. my new husband, we are no longer using bottled it's, water. It's hard we enough. We have this Brita now, <laughs> which is better for the environment, but mainly because I refuse to carry a pack of bottled water up. Brita is not so, a sponsor of this podcast, they're but not. we're open to it. Brita, if you're out there. <laughs> if anyone knows anyone. So wait, and then was the water clean So she that, would go? What I recall... And, and if you watch the video, I've forgotten um, how it ends. But I think, if I recall, there was a river outside of town that they used to get their water from. And, mm-hmm. and what happens is if that's your closest water supply, you still use it. And then the next village over, which was just, a, I want to say, a couple of kilometers away, is where someone had put a well at mm-hmm. some So they had... A pretty good walk to get clean water, but it was accessible, but it was a ways. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember her showing me the the area. So. Which, that was a lot of our girls' jobs in their hometowns is fetching water. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they're all very good at carrying water on their heads. Yeah. Uh, it's amazing. Yeah. So strong. Don't try it at home. No. Mm-mm. You'll make you a mess. Really good neck muscles <laughs> yeah. for that. Well, if you have not met Rhoda, then I encourage you not only to watch the video that we'll include, but um, come to Ghana with us. Yeah, and we're going in July. We are. So tell us, 10-year, so exciting, coming yeah. up. And so we also have an event coming up. We do. So our first 10-year event is happening in Oklahoma City, April 13th. You can go to the Pearl House website, so thepearlhouse.org backslash events, and learn more about getting tickets and coming to that event. So if you live in or near Oklahoma City, or you feel like traveling um, a couple kilometers, then you should come to that, that event. And um, also, if just kind of what we talked about with sponsoring girls until they meet, um, until they, they fulfill their dream. If that is something that has hit you, um, feel free to reach out to us and ask us about what sponsoring looks like. I think that's, and we could talk about Rhoda all day. Yes, but for sure. I think that's all we have. I love for her. N- love uh, her so much. <laughs> so I'm going to say, we could talk about Rhoda. Oh, I love her all day. <laughs> And, um, but we'll, you know, we're going to sign off. And so thank you so much for joining us for our then and now segment of the Pearl House podcast. And we will see you next month. Keep those good reviews and ratings coming. We love them. Mm -hmm. And so we'll see you next month with another highlight of one of our pearls then and now. Thank you for listening to the Pearl House podcast. If you'd like to know more about how you can make a difference, visit thepearlhouse.org.